Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Until Death Do Us Part. Intimate, true stories about the end of life, afterlife, and more. Call in to share your own story on the air. The number is 516-666-9881. I'm Dave Maroff, and welcome to Until Death Do Us Part. Here are your co-hosts, Summer Bacon and Liz Johnson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. From wherever you are listening in the world, welcome to Until Death Do Us Part, live from Sedona. Arizona. I'm Summer Bacon. And I'm Liz Johnson. We are the proud sponsors of Hoofs and Horns Farm Sanctuary in beautiful Picture Rocks, Arizona. To find out more about them and the work that they do, please go to their website at www.hoofsandhornsfarm.org. We are so delighted to have you here with us today, and we are excited to hear your stories. We want you to share your experiences, the things that go bump in the night at your house. Yep. <laughs> and please know that um, your calls are answered in the order that they are received. So we appreciate your patience while we get to your phone call. Yeah. Our number is 516-666-9881. And we are going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be back momentarily. We all know how to manifest, or do we? Come join me October 12th in beautiful Sedona, Arizona for Manifesting in the Flow of Grace, where I'll teach you manifesting like you've never heard it before. I'm Ann Alvarez, I talk to angels, and I love to share their heavenly secrets. Learn more or register at visionsofheaven.com. And welcome back. We're, you're listening to Until Death Do Us Part, and we are just enjoying this gorgeous fall weather here in Sedona. If you live in Arizona, we look forward to when it cools off and the air gets crisp and please don't change here for another month. But sometimes they change really quickly. Sometimes they change change in fall. (laughs) They call it fall for a reason. But you know we we just love it here, and we're just enjoying this time of year so much. So wherever you are, um, I hope you're enjoying some beautiful weather as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Liz and I have been, uh, you know, spiritual teachers uh, collectively for probably, we put all our years together, probably 50 years, right? At least. Yeah. And I know I've been doing the work for 25. And yeah, been at least that long, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, although we don't want to make this show about us, necessarily what we do, uh, but we do want to let you know that we, we have some credibility in, in that we've been working with thousands of people around the world in a variety of ways through healing, through oral photography, uh, mediumship, psychic readings, animal communication, and all sorts of things. So we've seen a lot of people on the planet from all different countries who really, really need a place to share their story with people of like mind and like heart. And that's really why we started this radio show yeah yeah we wanted there to be a platform for you to uh share your story yeah absolutely and uh so i guess we'll go to our first caller yeah um, uh, let's see area code 804 area code 804 you're on the air live are you there? Hi, can you hear me yes we certainly yes. can yes i just came across your show and what you said is so important in these chaotic times it's time to Hurry up and slow down. It's an old military expression. And listen with respect to what each of us has to say because uh, uh, nobody has all the answers, but we can learn that really uh, forgiveness, love, and prayer is what I say are the life's most important values. That having an understanding that we came from spirit, uh, 
we're eventually going to go back into spirit where the material goods have absolutely no use. I do say, too, we'll be fully accountable for everything we do here. So I believe we incarnate to learn unconditional love as we learn it. We're supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those who can't help themselves. I've had quite a bizarre life having had UFO paranormal and near-death experiences with ongoing paranormal and very powerful synchronicities. I'd love to share my name or a big website that you can see all this documented that I just mentioned. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yes, my name is Hugh, H-U-G-H, the last name Trollson is spelled T like Tom, R-A-U-L, S as in Sam, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy. You can put my name on YouTube or Google it. There's a big website if you simply Google three words. That's the easiest way to get to it. Just Google my last name, Trollson, again, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N like Nancy, the next word and, A-N-D, and then Trump, T-R-U-M-P. The actual website is www.rootingoutcorruption.weebly.com. You'll even see on that page letters from President Trump to me. I have a quantum entanglement. I look to help him unite the country and get it back on track, but I can't (laughs) help him with his ego. He's got to work on that himself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for calling in. Yeah, I just wanted to give you just a show uh, a big synchronicity, if I may. Please. Please yes. share whatever you yes. have. There's a page that says Media Review and a book jacket, the KGB, The Eyes of Russia, which was authored by a high-level CIA operative, Harry Rositsky, who I spoke with back in the 80s after reading his book. And I lost track of him over the years. And 2008, something triggered me to see if he was still alive. I found his obituary, and uh, four synchronicities jumped right out at me. His name was Harry. My father's name was Harry. His wife's name was Barbara Helen. My mother-in-law's name was Helen. His daughter's name was Anne Elizabeth Hunt. My wife's name was Anne Elizabeth. My mother's maiden name was Hunt. So to find four synchronicities and uh, obituaries, pretty bizarre, but you tie that in with high-level CIA, that's off the charts. I actually spooked the spooks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's really good that's really good anyway well well, thank you so much do you um, would you like to share you mentioned you have a near death experience would you uh, be willing to share that with our listening audience yes and that's an important thing people have to know too um, and uh, I was married to an earth angel for 35 and a half years I don't know how God blessed me with such a wonderful woman, you'll see pictures of her on the Spirituality and Multi-Dimension page on our wedding day and also a, on a blog that's on the homepage, creativity777.com, the poem I dedicated to her title, Caring Sharing, is in the President Ronald Reagan Library, and Maya Angelou even commented on my poem, but my wife passed uh, January 29, 2007, a month and a half after she passed, I almost died, I was working as a contract security officer. I was in a patrol car. I couldn't breathe on the afternoon of March 16, 2007. I called one of my daughters. She died, called the police. They came and got me on oxygen and got me to the hospital, and I lost consciousness in the emergency room, which I have no recollection of. I was intubated where they stick the tube down you, and a lot of people don't survive that. And when they I came to on Sunday with family at the foot of the bed in the ICU. When I came to, I actually thought I was dying. I envisioned my head as a big black marble, and it exploded into the universe in a big whoosh, and my colorful particles, all different colors, reds, greens, browns, oranges, blues, pinks, what have you. And uh, then I opened my eyes and saw family at the foot of the bed. I never put too much weight on it until... I went through rehab and relocated from Virginia down, I mean, from New York down to Virginia around Easter time the following year. Something prompted me to review that near death experience. And when I did, I said, Look at that. <laughs> uh, I was uh, 
brought to the hospital on a Friday afternoon, March 16, 2007, and then woke up in ICU on Sunday. That's sort of the time frame of Jesus Christ dying and then resurrecting. I had mentioned it to a reverend type. She said, oh, you're very special. I said, I'm not special at all, but because I did have that experience, I feel I have a special relationship with Jesus Christ. And I actually asked Jesus Christ to be my business partner to keep my humility, and also that makes me a unlimited well of creativity as well as a creative intelligent force. So I always want things done in his way, not mine, and in his time. And so I, I have some pretty powerful life experiences when I do look back over my life. A lot of the experiences are documented on the big website. I, it's almost like the poem Footprints in the Sand when I couldn't handle things. Mr. Charlton, um, uh, we, we need to go to a commercial break. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but that was really that's that's right. quite a story. I appreciate it very much. And, uh, Are your windows dirty again? At Ontiveros Window Cleaning, we offer cleaning services to residential and business properties while specializing in new construction. You are serviced by the pain and not by the hour, so you are guaranteed a quality clean. We refer to ourselves as window detailers with a nose-to-glass policy with flexible hours. So let us clear your views and bring light back into your homes again. Please visit our website at ontiveroswindowcleaning.com or send a text or call us at 801-949-0548 for a free estimate. Welcome back. You're listening to Until Death Do Us Part. And um, that was an interesting story about near-death experience. And, and I know, you know I've, had, I've had a near-death experience myself. There, I know there are a lot of people who have had these sorts of experiences because um, but, you know, they're not documented necessarily or people are afraid to talk about them because they think people will think they're crazy once again always that it seems to be the greatest obstacle in sharing our our deep personal stories on any topic whether it's paranormal or not yes. um we always think that we're the only one in the whole world of billions of people who have ever had this experience and i guarantee it's not that way at all but um i i had a near-death experience which was uh, very unexpected, of course. I wasn't dying that I knew of, <laughs> and uh, I had been working very, very hard. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a trans medium, and I'd been working many, many, many hours of uh, working with my mediumship, helping people. And um, I had a, an online institute at one time that I was, and that really kept me busy and kept me channeling a lot. And, uh, and then. One night I went to bed, I was so exhausted, and I remember that my heart kept doing weird things. I just remember for weeks, it seemed like my heart was sometimes racing, sometimes I could feel it beating in my chest. Um, and I went to bed that night, and I, the next thing I know is that I was going through this tunnel. And I was, it was, I was moving really fast going through this tunnel, and it was just this exhilarating feeling. And I could feel that I was being propelled by love. And as I kept going through this tunnel, I, I was very much aware that I was dying. And I thought I really had a conscious awareness of that, that, oh, wow, I'm dying. And part of my thoughts were that my, my children and my mom are probably going to miss me. This isn't going to be good for them. But the love was so profound. I thought, eh, so what? <laughs> I was going, I was going to heaven, man. That was just so beautiful, and I was enjoying it so much, and it just got stronger and stronger. It's, it's hard to even, it's hard to even describe the magnitude of the love, and uh, that I was feeling. And and so I, as I'm going through this tunnel, I see what they call the classic doorway of light, which is not a doorway necessarily. In my case, it was more like a cavern of light. And I did see Jesus there, which was very unusual. Not that I don't believe in Jesus. I just didn't really expect to see Jesus there. I'm not, I'm not, some of you, I don't go to church and I'm not, you know, I'm not like expecting that at all. Um, and so I see him there and he's got his arms out and I'm thinking, I'm going home. I'm going home to Jesus. <laughs> and he puts his arms out and then he pushes away from him towards me with his palms. And he says, 
You're, you're going back. You're not finished. And I tumbled backwards and I went back into my body and I woke up and I was in tears. I just thought, no, 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 no. Because I so wanted that process to be completed because it was so incredibly beautiful. But I was clearly told that my work here was not done. So, yeah. They were right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it looks like we've got uh, another call here from 949 area code. Um, 949 area code, you are on the air. Can you hear us? Hello, hello, 949. Area code 949. Okay. Okay. And, uh, oh, the call was dropped. The call was dropped. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, so you're... Yeah, I had a near-death experience. Yeah, beautiful. I think that um, people can have a near-death experience at any age. And for me, it was when I was a child. And I was probably around 9 or 10 years old. And I think I had the flu. I remember having a really high fever. And during the night, I slipped out of my body. And same thing, I remember hearing almost like a ringing sound or bells chiming or something like that. And being in this tunnel, and I remember thinking, wow, this is really cool because there were other people in the tunnel with me. There were animals in the tunnel with me. And I was aware that I was floating up and saw this big, beautiful, bright light like you described. And when I came out of the other side of that light, I was standing in my grandmother's backyard. My Um, grandmother had died when I was probably six or seven years old. I was named after her, so I felt really connected to her. And she's watering her flower garden, and the flowers were amazing Mm -hmm. because there are not colors like that here on the earth. Right. And I said to her, I said, hi, Grandma. And she turned around and she said, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And I said, well, where am I? She said, you have to go back. You have to go back right now. She said, you are not supposed to be here. And (laughs) the next thing I remember was literally crashing into my body Mm -hmm. and startling myself awake and thinking, wow, that was such a cool experience. Yeah. So I, I think lots of people have had similar experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, because I, I was just, I just remembered that um, after I had my experience of, of the near-death experience, I had a client at that time who was a retired cardiologist. Just happened to have a client who was a retired cardiologist, <laughs> right? So, and I told him about what happened, and I said, you know, I'd had this thing going on with my heart and stuff, and I said, do you think my heart could have stopped? He said, absolutely. He said, the work that you did as a mystic. He said, can use up a lot of magnesium. Mm-hmm. And he said, and if you don't have magnesium, your heart stops. And I was like, what? What? So yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so I immediately bought some magnesium and started taking it every day. But, um, but it was really, it was really interesting that he, he actually was in my life at that time to kind of confirm what had happened. So I actually had a doctor. I had forgotten about that until you were just talking about it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like we have a caller. Um, could be from out of the country. I'm not sure, but it would be. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and say hello and see if you can. Hello, can you hear us? Are you from out of the country? <laughs> yeah, but I'm still on the same planet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome. Welcome yeah. to the show. Uh, yeah, good day. It's um, quarter past five in the morning here in the uh, Whitsunday Islands in Australia. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it's oh, it's a lovely time of day. The fall's dawn and the first bird song, and yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and um, I synchronistically just sort of browsing through BTR and found your show, and I've got a little story to relate. Um, that was trans- transformational for me. Um, it was probably about eight years ago. I was living on my boat in Pioneer Bay. Um, 
And um, it was about 7.30 at night, and it's dark. And um, and I was sitting there inside the boat on my laptop, on my dog's Facebook page, and that's another story. And all of a, all of a sudden, the lights, the lights went dim. And I looked across at the voltmeter. No, there's nothing wrong with, you know, heaps of volts. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. And just to the left of my vision, there was this ethereal, black, silky presence that just kept moving away as I turned my head to the left. And I thought, oh, God, you know. And the Grim Reapers come to get me. It's all over, Red Rover. But I'd, I'd, I'd seen that. I'd seen that that essence before in my life. Wow. So anyway, I wow. still can't breathe, and and time stands still in these events that I've noticed in my life. There was no concept of passing of time. But I just typed into Facebook, um, hey guys, if I don't post anything in the next half hour, can you get Volunteer Marine Rescue to come out and get my dog Barnaby? Because, you know, once he's eaten me, he's <laughs> he's run out of the food source, so that was my concern that um, I was going to cark it and um, he'd be left, you know, without somebody to look after him. So I'm no. still sitting there and I still can't, still can't breathe, and I'm I'm naked because you know, I live on a boat, you know, and it's the tropics. <laughs> and, um, and so yeah, yeah, and so I just stood up, walked up the the companion way, looked up at the sky, and I could see two full moons, and then I just leapt over into the bay. Now, my boat was surrounded by mang- mangrove trees where crocodiles live. It's after dark when sharks live, uh, eat, but, you know, bugger the sharks. I just leapt into the ocean and lay on my back and spread out like a great big starfish. And then all of a sudden, uh, it was a big... (gasps) Wow. Wow. And I could breathe again. And for me, what was important for me, that was the night that I bet my life on following my intuition instead of listening to my mind. So this Mm. is very significant. Yeah. That was my leap of faith. But wow. my life's been amazing. I just just totally trust my body, my intuition. Yeah, so thank you for letting me share that. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in yeah. and sharing your story. Yeah, that's really quite interesting. Did you did you happen I mean did you so, happen, so feel that was the Grim Reaper? Sorry? Yeah, uh, did you did you really think it I mean I I'm just so did you know like intuitively that it was the Grim Reaper? Well, I, um, intuitively, yeah, that's what it, you know, that's what it meant energetically to me. And I, and I'd yeah. faced, I'd, I'd met him before, I'd met him before. I probably faced my own death probably about a dozen times in my life. And I'm 67 now, I'm still here. I'm a survivor. Yes, <laughs> it's you are. My, it's, yes, you are. It's not my turn yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, I, I think it's really fascinating. It's really fascinating because you trusted your intuition um, and you took that leap of faith literally out of the boat like that. And and also just the, the awareness that you have, this, this kind of stuff is so experiential and you, there's no question about it. When you're in that moment, you just have to really know what it is. It's not, you know, nobody can tell you that it's anything else. It's so tangible. And uh, that's what I, I love about your story is that just your, your the way you share it and everything else is just showing how very, very tangible it is and real. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much. Thank Australia. you, Julia. Australia for calling in. Oh, man, I was thinking about, I lived on a boat for a little while in uh, Ventura, California, very briefly on my friend's boat. And, oh, man, it was so much fun. I just, oh, you, you said boat and you had him right there. <laughs> well, what, what I what I loved about living on the boat was um, there were no sounds of man. Yeah, And I was surrounded by nature. And I've always been a bit weird, and I like it. Um, I don't (laughs) even own a pair of 
Yeah, I don't even well, own a pair of shoes. I walk <laughs> this land barefoot. I feel the energy. And, oh, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, my life is amazing. My life is amazing. Because I do create it, you know. I'm responsible yep. for creating this. And it's awesome. Yeah. Why would I make it less than awesome? <laughs> yeah, thank and, you, and ladies. That, exactly. Thank you so it's, much. Thank you so much, Carla. We really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Okay. It's coffee time. Uh, sorry, I sorry. think I cut. I think I cut you off. I apologize about that, Australia. <laughs> we do have another caller from area code nine four nine. Let's see here. Uh, did we, we tried you earlier. Nine four nine. Are you there? Hello. Can you hear? I. I. There might be two of us from nine four nine because I didn't call earlier. But this oh, is Joanne oh, okay. King. Can you hear me? Yes, we certainly yes, can. We Thank can. you so much for calling in. <laughs> well, you're welcome. When I heard the other number before, I thought, well, that's not me. I don't think I actually hit the call button, but uh, I'm glad that you took my call. And I, I don't know if the timing is right for this, all of these fascinating stories about near-death experiences. And I'm not really calling about a near-death experience, but I am calling about a past life that I thought was phenomenal in terms of how I learned about it and how it came about. So I don't know if that is the timing for me to share a past life that I learned about. Absolutely. Please share. We would love to hear your story. (laughs) Well, it's kind of interesting because this all came about due to our dear Summer right there. Uh, Her Dr. Peoples, whom she channels, actually informed me that he found me when I'm living here in in California. And he found me and shared with me during our very first session that he looked me up because I had lived a life with him, only it wasn't a full life. I met him during the Civil War when he was a Civil War surgeon. Uh, In the Civil War, uh, my father was shot. And my father was shot, and he was there, and he started to tend my father, and I insisted, according to Dr. Peoples, to help. But I was a little girl, only 12, and Dr. Peoples told me, you are too little to help. You can't do this. And apparently, I stood my ground and said, yes, I can, and I will help my father and so I did so and I stayed with Dr. Peoples and Dr. Peoples informed me that during the Civil War it turned out that he found me to be despite my age one of the best assistants that he ever had and we did many things together we he said it didn't matter it was about love it didn't matter what side they were on we took and he shared with me that we also together buried those people after they passed away. And I looked, I oh, worked wow. alongside of him. And the reason that he said he reached out to me is we kind of went our separate ways. And he lost touch with me after the war. And uh, turns out I learned in a different session that in that same lifetime, I was trampled to death by a horse. And he came back and wanted to find me because he said part of the reason he said was I wanted to make good on that. He said, I kind of left you and I didn't reach out and touch you. And he says, so I'm kind of coming back to make good on it because I needed to, I needed to find you again and, and kind of make do. So I, I, it was fascinating to learn that uh, about Dr. Peoples because I had never heard of him until literally someone at work in Calabasas, California, told me about Summer Bacon. And she's, yes, it's B-A-C-O-N. It's bacon, like bacon. And I started following. And years later, I finally booked a session. And, uh, and lo and behold, I learned that. So I just thought that connection was uncanny, how God does work in mysterious ways and how, you know, it, you know they find us. We don't find them, and I, I just thought I would share that one little bit of a past life that I had with Dr. Peoples. 
Um, thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate that because I, I really don't know a lot of what happens when I'm in trance and, and uh, channeling Dr. Peebles and, and unless people actually tell me the stories. And sometimes I really don't realize the, how incredibly transformational these stories can be. I'm always curious, though, about something like this. Um, did, did, did it resonate for you? I mean, is there, was there something that is like he, it, it matches your personality now? You could see yourself as that little girl? Because this would be, if it were your past life, would be part of your own memory banks, so to speak. Um, this would be a past life of yours. Did it did it ring a bell for you? Did it touch a nerve in you, or or what? Anything like that? What it did with me was I I did I I recognized my character had really not changed. That that he described me as this stoic little girl, and my even my current life, my upbringing, and my career, and that determination. It's kind of before I ever knew that this was a past life. I have in fact always kind of been that way I've always kind of been if I make up my mind to do something I'm going to do it <laughs> and I'm just going to leap in and get it done <laughs> so it I found it I found that kind of interesting and and uh, I'm kind of like in, in a way I, I also saw that I don't discern it doesn't matter to me who people are um, it doesn't matter what their background is um, you know, I, I don't want to get all, you know, flowery and lovey-dovey here, but it really is about love. And I, I do believe I've carried that with me in this lifetime because I, it's, it doesn't matter. I will, I will help you if you need help. And um, so I, I, I think that part resonated with me. Oh, down, down to the attire, because I always pictured myself in this, in this little, like, almost even though I was a, a girl, I was very tomboyish. And I was very tomboyish in my youth. So I was this little tom girl who had to take care of a lot of things. You know, we lived on a farm back then. And uh, in, in growing up, I didn't really discover, you know, femininity until I was probably in high school. I was always very, very tom girlish and, uh, uh-huh. rather than tomboyish. And uh, back then, you know, I showed up in this little blue pinafore and I'd even asked him, I said, I always picture myself in this little blue pinafore. And he says, that's what you were wearing when you came to see me. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's kind of interesting with, with one of them. And of course, uh, I won't take up more of your time on that, but he, you know, another time perhaps I'll call in with a, a few other past lives he shared with me that were really fascinating. But this one I thought I would share. I, I thought given, given, you know, your channeling of him, um, Summer Bacon, that you might appreciate hearing a connection with Dr. Peoples that I had had. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your calling in and sharing that story. And thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you for doing this program. It's wonderful for people of like mind to be able to freely express these things that we often hold inside of ourselves and don't share with anybody. So thanks for giving us an outlet to share these experiences. Thank you thank very you. much. Okay. Well, that was that was very interesting. Yeah, that was really cool. That but you know, cool. our personalities don't really change mm-hmm. from like time to lifetime. We may change genders and we may change roles in our lives, but our personalities pretty much stay intact. So yeah. that was interesting to hear confirmation of that. Yeah, some people have a hard time understanding that, but if you think about your life as being, you know, yesterday is a past life. It doesn't exist anymore except it's in you. Right. And and a lot of us, we, we come into this world and it's like, I know my mom is always You've always been this way. <laughs> ever, since I, ever since I was born, I'm just, I'm just sort of evolving a little bit more of that personality, I suppose, as is everybody else, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We do tend to repeat lifetimes with our soul family. So, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, really, you have an announcement? Yes, I do. Um, Yay. Really quickly, uh, for those of you who are living in the greater Phoenix metropolitan area or surrounding areas, there's going to be a psychic fair this Sunday. I believe it goes from 9 to 5. Um, it's going to be located at the Sheraton Four Points Hotel on Peoria and I-17. And I will be there doing aura photography. If you would like to meet, please come by and say hello. 
and Dave, who is our MC, will be there doing tarot card readings. So if you would like to meet him, please come by and say hello. And I think it is time for us to go to a commercial break. So we'll be right back. Hi, I'm astrologer Barbara Goldsmith. A new decade is about to begin. We're at the cusp of a new paradigm. And what better time than to treat yourself and to come to my seminar here in Athens, Greece, on the 19th and 20th of October, when we'll look at these energies and how you can make best use of them. Just a few places are left. Check out my website, yourastrologysigns.com. I'm here with Julie Valentine, Sedona Realtor, and a good friend of mine. And uh, Julie has been doing this work in Sedona for a very long time. Julie, tell us about yourself. Thanks, Summer. I'm Julie Valentine, obviously, with Sedona Dream Home. And um, I consider myself a real estate consultant versus an agent who really take to heart guiding hearts to their homes. It's our whole premise. We allow a lot of space and time for people to really tap into the right home for themselves. If you are selling and you are being guided to a new destination, we have the latest in marketing technologies for you, too. You can find us at SedonaDreamHome.com or 928-202-2394. I am with Realty One Group Mountain Desert. Yeah, I, I just wanted to make a comment about that last caller's um, story about about the past lives. And um, one thing that she said is how, and this is uh, interesting, that Dr. Peoples found her. Um, and I thought that was kind of an interesting thing that the spirit would, would be looking for a person to, even from the other side, finish up some, some business that they have from a previous lifetime. Um, and, and yes, I do believe that that spirit comes to us, but I think also that there is also the part of that, which is we can go to spirit, we can go to God, we can go to Jesus, like one of our earlier callers was talking about Jesus yeah. Christ, and and we can we can reach out to them, and it's really just you know it's kind of hard dealing with the invisible because <laughs> uh, you know God 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 what you know where, and, and then you start learning that you look around and you see God in people's faces, you see God in the trees and the earth, Absolutely. but um, but it's really a matter of creating a relationship, yes. with the other side that you can develop. We're just not taught to do that. Most no. of us don't even entertain that thought. Well, most of us are raised believing that you know God is outside of us. He's up in the clouds someplace, and we're not worthy enough to have a relationship with him. Mm. And usually most of us, you know, as we get older, we realize that that's all just not part of our paradigm and that we can have a relationship with God and that we can have a relationship with our guardian angels, our guides, our, you know, whoever we need to have that relationship with because we are all indelibly connected. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to, um, my Jin Shin Jitsu healer yesterday. <laughs> it's the only kind of healing modality that I actually really just totally enjoy. It's very relaxing and, yes. and beautiful. Aurora uh, told me that um, she said uh, Paramahansa Yogananda said, God is so humble that he hides in everyone and everything. Yes. And I thought that was so beautiful. So it's really for us to find that within ourselves. We're the stewards of God's love and and uh, it's for us to find that within ourselves and bring that to the surface in the way that we express ourselves in the world. Exactly. Mm -hmm. well, and, and that's really what we're here to do, mm -hmm. is to express ourselves in the world. And we are that. We are that which we are speaking. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny because uh, I know that there's people out there, lots of people, who are really terrified of this kind of stuff that we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about death. We're not talking about suicide. <laughs> we're talking about spooks. We're talking about... All those things that people would rather not talk about, but everybody kind of wants to talk about right. because they know the inevitable is the inevitable for all of us. And, and so there's got to be more or there's not. And, uh, and, but I know that it brings to mind for people that, you know, well, but what about, you know, you're talking about this stuff and what about those dark and negative energies and things like that? Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I mean, well, and you know, there, there is dark and light. Like if we talk about this, we're going to be we're attracted yeah, to it. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> but and and I've I've talked with lots of people and counseled lots of people on dealing with dark energies, and I've encountered them myself. But here's the one thing that you need to know: 
Darkness cannot be where light is. Mm -hmm. It's not possible. And you have the power to tell this energy entity, whatever it is, to go away. Get mm -hmm. out of my house. Get out of my life. They can't stay if you command them to leave. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I mean, people say, well, there they are lower frequency energies. Um, yeah. Okay. So if you think about it, your energy has to match theirs. Well, yeah. <laughs> but also the other thing is, is, is you are a lower frequency energy to like the angels or something or, or, or Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus isn't afraid of you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is going to come and give you a big old hug, and so will the angels, and so will the spirits that are around you, your, your mom and dad or whoever's on the other side. Whoever's around you. you know, yeah. they, they left their body. They, they changed their vibration. They're, they're vibrating at a different level, at a different frequency, and, and um, but they're not afraid to be with us. And so, so really, I think it's, it's almost like the, the darker energies that you want to talk about, them being darker or negative or lower frequency. They need help, man. This is what we need to do. This is our job, is to help these be beings be uplifted into greater and greater love. Because so, eventually everybody will, I believe, go back to source, go back to God's love. I, yes. Eventually. Yes. It's just always. Yeah, I completely agree. But, you know, if you... If you and, and you might disagree. That's okay, too. <laughs> right. You know, if, if you find that you feel your, you know... Uh, being visited by an energy that doesn't match your vibration. You know, people talk about the, you know, they feel sick, they have headaches, they yeah. have all of these different physical anomalies going on. It, you know, it's okay to tell that energy to leave. Yeah. They, you know, you don't have to be around them. But if, if you're in a position to help and to send them some love and light, please do that as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, re I remember when uh, many, many years ago, I've had so many experiences with spirits. Since I was a little girl, I saw spirits. I heard voices. I thought it was crazy. I, you know, my my Christian friends said you need to go to church and you need to, you know, ask for your sins to be forgiven. And I did. I did it all. I did it all, trying to get rid of this stuff, and it just didn't go away. So finally, I realized, well, it's there for a reason. You know, what is what is this about God? And um, but one day, many years ago, about back in 2000, I woke up in the middle of the night, night after night, with I heard these male voices and they were very gruff and very husky and they were laughing at me and they'd wake me up in the summer, you know, in the summer. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what the heck is this? And then eventually I was awakened and I was being poked and prodded by them, literally like, like they, like a thing, like a sharp finger point, you know, going into my skin wow. and like poking my arms and then my pulling on my toes. And I thought, Oh God, I must be losing my mind here. And, uh, but I also knew that I could see spirits and hear, hear voices, but this is a little extreme and it was really annoying. <laughs> it really kind of ticked me off, frankly. And I, I finally, I got up and I had to, you know, go to the bathroom and <laughs> in the middle of the night, pretty typical. And I uh, got up and I'm walking down the hallway and I see this massive black uh, figure, you know, dark, very big, dark, I don't mean black skin or anything like that. I'm talking like a, like a dark figure in the hallway and it was massive. It just almost filled the hallway. And I look at this guy, and I'm like, and I, I remember seeing like a distinct beard and, and that sort of thing. I look at this guy, and I was just, I don't know what happened, but I just got really mad because I was being so messed with, and I was so tired. And I said, you know, um, you need to move out of the way, or I'm going to walk through you because i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just walked straight through, and I went into the bathroom, and, and um, sitting there doing my thing, and I see these three heads peek around the corner. And I know this sounds crazy, but honest to God, this is what happened, really. I mean, I'm, I'm just a, I'm a normal person. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to dredge these things up. I raised two children. I'm, you know, I have a degree in English from, <laughs> from uh, UCLA. I mean, all, all is good in that, in that way. I'm not, not some crazy nut. But I've had some crazy night experiences. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and they're looking at me and, and I just and, and they're just like laughing and pointing at me. And um and I just told them, I said, You have no permission to be here. I said, You need to go. You need to leave now. The only thing with these guys is that they wouldn't. And it ended up I found out later that they were pirates that uh I eventually I was going I didn't know that I was going to be publishing a book 
about this man's uh, experience of finding real and true story about finding buried treasure um, that was buried under his father's house in New Jersey. Um, and, and he had been bothered by these pirates as well. And he was actually an evangelical Christian himself, but he, he had seen these spirits too. At, shortly thereafter, we, we met each other and I described every one of those pirates to him. And, and then he gave me the book and all those pirates were right there in the book as, wow. I, as I had seen them. So I know that sounds really crazy, but it was really, but the thing is, it is, but you know, I'm still here. They didn't hurt me. No. And, and it, it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. <laughs> Well, 
if you're going to be here, you need to be on your best behavior. <laughs> you need to wear your nicest clothes and you need to be nice and clean. And if you're going to be here, you're welcome, but you're going to sit down and you're going to learn something. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, how did that go over? <laughs> then, then mother to the dark energy, you know. <laughs> she was so cute. It, it was fine. They sat down. She said, I think some of them sat down and the other ones just went, whoosh. I'm not, I'm not, I'm out of here. You know, because misery loves company. Misery does not want to stay in the light. Exactly. And then they have to grow. If, if they, if, you know, they have to change their mind. They have to... I don't know, just do things differently and they don't, it's terrifying to them. Right. It's, it's for them, the light is the unknown. And and it's love. Yeah. Which is, you know, believe it or not, a foreign concept to some entities. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see how that would be um, disconcerting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would, say, I would say totally. But I can also see Beth doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she has a habit. She's, she's very, very wonderful in that respect. I mean, she doesn't fear anything she just she figures well if it's happening let's put love into it and yeah. put love into the equation that's the answer to everything well exactly you know love is not always what we say it's really more what we do mm-hmm. love is is an action word you know yeah. it's a verb yeah it's a verb yeah. and you know how, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know how are how are you putting your your love into action in the world yeah how are you showing up what was it you were telling me earlier about some in that jewel song Oh, yeah, that we were talking about not lending your strength to that which you wish to be free from. Right, right. Um, yeah. Jewel is one of my favorite musicians, and her songs are really quite profound. The lyrics are quite profound if you're listening to those. But uh-huh. she talks about, you know, standing in your strength, standing in your power, and not giving your strength and power to the things that you don't want to have in your life. Yeah. You know, people, jobs, situations, that applies to a myriad of different things. Right, right, exactly. And, uh, you know, that's interesting because, uh, you know, I mean, that that's like with the abusive relationships and that sort of thing. You just don't want to keep carrying it with you. Right. It's, um, you know, that's that, that uh, joke about, I mean, it's not really a joke, I think it's the truth, really, about, I guess it's the, the two Buddhist monks or something, they're walking together, the elder and the yes, young man. Yes, the young man, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're, they, uh, there's a woman in the river, she, she can't cross the river. So the elder picks her up and carries her across the river. And the younger monk says to, him, says to the elder, why, why, why did you do that? You touched a woman. You carried her across the river. Why, why, why? And this goes on for miles and miles as they're walking. And then the elder says, he says, uh, he says, I, I set her down back, you know, three miles ago. And you're still carrying you're her. You're still carrying her, and that, yeah. I mean, I know that you probably all have heard that, that one. But I, mean, I think that is worth repeating because I, I really think that's what we do. We tend to carry that baggage with us instead of just letting it go. It's done. It's over. It's yesterday. Yes. And, well, of course, that, that requires sometimes a lot of forgiveness and an understanding. Forgive them. They know not what they do. They did it because they have their hurts, their pains, or whatever. And, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay. That's who they are. They, yeah. Everybody is on their journey exactly where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting stuff. It really is. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's very interesting stuff, yeah. um, and I, I think everyone has had experience with carrying what I'll call a grudge. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, someone betrayed them, hurt their feelings, mm-hmm. done something on some level that made them angry and hurt. Yeah, and yeah, we can we can either say, well, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do, or we can carry it around and really it's only making us miserable. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I, you carry that around and, you know, like I, I was in a, I was in a rather abusive marriage at one time and, uh, and uh, actually a couple of them, <laughs> but, um, but I realized I was carrying the anger towards this person and, and I wanted revenge and I wanted, and, and how dare they, and meanwhile, what were they doing? Getting on with their life, getting into another relationship, mm-hmm. yeah, doing whatever they did. And, and they pretty much weren't carrying their stuff with them. I was carrying it for them. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I realized that was just not, not worth my time at all. And, and it was time to just move forward and move on. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been a lot happier ever since. It's 20 years now. Yeah. So. 
Um, I did that with my first marriage. I, for about seven years, I carried around what I officially call now my shit bag. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and I was very self-righteous in my defense of everything. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, until, you know, I started getting lots of messages about forgiveness. Yeah. And finally, I was able to just let it go. Right. And move on with my life. And I realized that in that seven-year period, I was really the only one that suffered. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. anger wasn't hurting him one bit. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you use it as all kind of excuses to not get on with your life mm-hmm. and, and uh, play and, the blame game. Yeah, and all those yeah. things. Yeah. I have a I have a really dear friend who is a uh, Vietnam veteran who was in Vietnam during you know, on in um, oh but I can't remember the name of it but you know he's right there in in, in hell basically <laughs> at the age of 19 years old and. Um, and he he didn't he didn't carry anger or anything about it. He was he was so loving about everybody who was involved, even the so-called enemy. Um, when he would uh, be you know working with um, uh, you know like uh, he, he he was out in, in in war and about to kill somebody, and the guy would look at him and they would look at each other as two humans. And my friend Dan would say, Mm-mm. he'd just like look at him like he would just show show that he's not going to kill the guy. He said the guy was so scared and the guy just went away and, and didn't, you know, just was able to get away from him and, and it was okay. And it was just, you know, it, it, he didn't carry, he didn't carry anger after all of that that he had been through in the war. He just carried unbelievable love for everybody. He learned so much in that time That's incredible. about human nature and human beings being so much alike. Everybody hurts, everybody bleeds, everybody feels love, everybody feels pain, everybody feels fear, regardless yes. of nationality, religion, or whatever. We are all one big giant family. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if we could, they say that the eyes are the windows of the soul, and if we could look in to our eyes and see who we truly are, we would live in a different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Totally believe that. I do too. I do too. Absolutely. So, I'm going to put in one more one more plug for the uh, Phoenix Psychic Fair. Absolutely. Please, uh, please come by and visit. Come by and say hello. Let us let me know what you think about the show. Give me some feedback. I'd love to meet you. Love to hear from you. And it's going to be at Four Points Sheraton. It's on I-17 and Peoria Avenue in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, and uh, we just want to thank you all for listening in today and also um, to our callers who called in today. It's fantastic, and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed our sharings as well. Yes. Um, and uh, we look forward to you tuning in again next week. week. I don't even know what's the date next week. Is it the 4th? 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I think it's the 11th. The 11th? October 11th. <laughs> October 11th. That's a good day. October 11th. Oh, oh, there's one other thing. Uh, We have a special guest at the end of the month. Oh, yes, we do. Um, In in honor of October and Halloween and all things spooky, we have a very special guest who will be here the last Friday of the month, and she is a witch. And she's (laughs) going to share all about witchcraft with us and being a Wiccan and all of the wonderful, amazing things that they do. Yeah, maybe assuage uh, some of your fears that you might have about things like that, to hear from somebody who's really involved in it and to see what how, what a beautiful spirit she is. Yes, she is a beautiful spirit and a very healing soul, very kind, loving, and gentle. And uh, yeah, we are excited cool. to have her on. Her name is Raven. <laughs> how perfect it is perfect. Um, oh, briefly I'll just tell how I met Raven um, she has a, a store set up in uh, Prescott Valley where I live and we kept driving by her store and thinking I need to go in there so one day I went in and I said uh, I said hi I said I'm Liz I said I think you just have such a great store and she says hi I'm Raven I'm a witch and I said well far out <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. So um, please tune in that day and uh, embrace the love of witchcraft. We, you know, we have one person in our, our chat room who just wrote uh, something that I just caught my attention here. And uh, it, it, he says, he writes, he is three words 
Into me, see. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, I do like too. that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. That's really beautiful. And um, absolutely. And um, until next time, we uh, hope you have a wonderful week and that everything goes well in your world. And we send you love and blessings. And thank, thank you, you for, for letting, letting us know, know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> have a beautiful day, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.